0: they have been a friend to all of us it's like that golden girls theme i mean you just hear that and you think oh here they are our friends mm-hmm. here they are steve and johnny hey guys hey this
1: is the first time i've ever been compared <laughs> to, to, to the golden, golden girls, girls. <laughs> uh, let me rethink this. why are we doing this interview who is this
2: oh okay. i am wearing a caftan this afternoon though so I've, it works have you got your purse with you yeah, always
0: All right, there you go <laughs> Well, you know, I feel terrible I did a bit The radio gods I hope mm-hmm. they forgive me mm-hmm. Johnny, I can talk about it I'm afraid to just a little bit I uh-huh. did an awful thing to you today I'm sorry
2: <laughs> That's Okay we um, finished no, up our no, show.
1: No, wait, let, let him explain, be, be, because well, I have a response after <laughs> he <explained laughs> what, uh,
2: Okay. What, what
1: transpired earlier. Early this morning, after we we got off the air at 2, 2. a.m.
2: We got home a little before 3. We were all keyed up, so we hadn't had dinner before the show. So we had a light dinner, and then it, well, who wants to go to bed right after eating? So we watched some television and um. Un- just unwinding, and yeah. the sun starts to come up, and we said, you know what, we, we're we going to be on with Steve Dale today. We better get a little nap.
1: So we just start to get a nap, and what <laughs> happened, Steve?
0: Well, I texted Johnny, but the text bounced back. You did say, sure. remind me about doing this. So I did, and then I thought, oh, I'll just call. And the <laughs> voice was so groggy, I, I, I've known you for a while, Johnny, and I thought, is Johnny Putman there?
2: Because... I-, I thought that was my sexy early morning voice when I said, "You, you said uh, I'm calling for Steve or Johnny," and I said, "Who's calling, please?" <laughs> and you were like, ah, ah. "It was sexy,
1: <laughs> just Steve." Yes. And Steve, just to make sure yeah. that this never ever happens again. Uh oh. I want to say this to you in terms I think you will really understand. Oh no,
0: no. Okay, he swore at me. But you
2: you know what? I have to thank you because I then looked outside and thought, well, I'll go out and get the paper. And it's 78 degrees, and it's sunny, and there's the nicest breeze coming off the gulf.
1: And if we walked uh, on our porch, you could hear the sounds of the Seabreeze Jazz Jazz Fest. Fest about a mile from our house, we can literally sit on our porch and listen to great jazz performances. Not
2: real wow. loud, but just enough that you know it's out there. You can still hear the birds over it. And the birds are just, oh, I I filled up all their bird feeders yesterday, so they're in heaven. And really, I have to thank you because I got a taste of Sunday morning.
0: Well, for those who don't know, Steve and Johnny are in Florida, right? Panama, Florida, right?
2: Panama City Panama Beach. Panama City
0: Beach. Oh, okay, okay.
2: So, well, we say that because every time we fly in, On Southwest, they say, you're flying into Panama City. And we go, no, no, we are a different world. We have a different government. We have different taxes. Oh, Lord, do we have different taxes. You have to cross a mile-long bridge to get to the town of Panama City. So we're Panama City Beach.
0: And you are on the radio Saturday nights from 9 o'clock until 2 a.m. So don't call them early in the morning like some people do and wake them up. So it's great to have you back, but you never really left WGN, did you?
1: Well, we we stopped working full-time in uh, December of 2011. Right. Uh Back in back in a whole different time at the radio station, uh, we, we stopped working full time. And, and then we were off the air for quite some time, and then we gradually started coming back doing the holidays.
2: Villains. Yeah, and uh, we called them drive-bys. You know, if you need us, we'll just drive by and do a quick show and keep moving. And,
1: <laughs> and it was around the, the, the first of this year that Mary Boyle. conned us into uh, coming back and hanging out on Saturday nights. We said, okay, fine.
2: Yeah. And, you know, we love Saturday nights. There's a whole different vibe. Uh, It's okay to just, you know, have fun. Uh, Yes, we're aware of everything that's going on in the world because we have people like Ron Brown in the newsroom and Gabe Salgado. And we have a terrific producer, Andrew, who is now producing Lisa Dent's Afternoon Show, but he's staying with us for the time being. And uh, we just like to approach it like, if you don't have any place to go, just come hang with us on a Saturday night.
0: Our telephone number, of course, 312-981-7200. You can call or text. And I need to read you these texts. The problem is, guys, they're all kind of the same. Yay, we love Steve and Johnny. Steve and Johnny, we love Steve and Johnny. This one says Johnny and Steve. We love them. We miss Steve and Johnny. Well, you don't have to miss them. They're on the radio every Saturday night, unless they're sports, between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. We are on what radio station, guys?
1: Last time I checked, it was WGM.
0: (laughs) Guys, you know, I, I, I think you know this. I have such great admiration for you, and I don't mean to get hokey here, but I do appreciate those whose shoulders I stand on. I mean, you've made such a difference within the industry, and there's one text here in particular among the many. Steve Dale, uh, Steve and Johnny are the best. They spread kindness. That's from Judy B. I want, I want to ask oh, you about that. To
1: say. You, what yeah. was that, guys? That's, that's, very, that's sweet. A very Sweet thing to say.
0: Well, I would agree with that very much, and. The, the, I, I would agree with that, not only about Stephen Johnny, but about WGN. I mean, there there are radio stations, many, 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 who it's all about divisiveness. It's only about politics and taking a specific point of view no matter what. Uh, that's not what you've ever done. And instead of people feeling nasty or rotten or angry at one another, you do and have been for Decades, dare I say, Mm -hmm. spreading a positive message about whatever it is that you talk about. And you've talked about everything over the years, I suspect. But I'd like you to both comment on that and how WGN, in particular, you guys, have remained so consistent for so long.
1: Well, I have to say one of the things that Johnny and I decided after we got married and we decided that we wanted to try and market ourselves as a team And it became more and more in the forefront of our minds, I would say, over the past couple decades as politics became more divisive. I love Johnny. She loves me. We don't always agree about things. And we thought if, if we can just sometimes, if we're on the air and there's something we disagree about, we can talk about it. Not harangue, not yell. show that you can have a difference of opinion with someone and still kind of want to hang out with them.
2: Right. That's very important to us. I I have to tell you we just celebrated our 39th wedding anniversary and one of the things that I've, I've so treasured over the years is when somebody takes the time to send us a letter and say, I want my kids to listen to realize that you can be married and still be friends. And I'm like, wow, that's that's wild that somebody says, you know, just because you're married, you know, how could you be together all the time? And so, I guess it... Why just, marry
1: somebody that you don't want to hang exactly. out with? Exactly. But, but also, if, if we get into a controversial issue, like the fact that Johnny, for whatever reason, <laughs> hates the Beach Boys. <laughs> and I happen to think that Brian Wilson, before he burned himself out on drugs... yeah. Was an absolute genius. Mm -hmm. So, and I've tried to convert her. However, I have over the past couple years, I have converted her because a lot of people don't know. But we have a mixed marriage: South Side guy, North Side girl. I have converted her into being a Sox fan.
2: This is true.
1: Well this apparently was not the year to do that. <laughs>
2: that was one of the, the good things that the pandemic did was he forced me to watch 155 games in the 2020 season. And I went, OK, Uncle, I'm there for you. And plus, you know, he wears black all the time. So I figured we could get the Sox clothes and it would be cool.
1: Well, but but I am wearing my summer black today.
2: This is true. Yes.
0: I'm not sure what summer black is. I do have a question for you, Johnny. Is there any holiday that you don't have a tree for?
2: No. Uh, There are months where there are no holidays. Like, um, for example, September you've got Labor Day, and that's okay. I can appreciate Labor Day, and I've been known if we're going to have a Labor Day picnic to be sure that we have a red, white, and blue Uh, I should get union cards to hang on the Labor Day (laughs) tree. But what I do for September, because I was a school nerd, I loved going to school. Steve, on the other hand, not so big on that. But I have a back-to-school tree for September, so you've got all your school supplies. And uh, that is how I make up for not having a holiday, uh, a real holiday for the month of September. August is our Florida tree, which is decorated with sunglasses and sand dollars and seashells and cheap postcards and things like that. And listeners have really they embraced it from the beginning. I've been doing this for almost 30 years. And honestly, Steve, I would say 75% of the ornaments on my trees are made by our listeners. Hmm. Made. They're crocheted, they're knitted, they're beaded, they're eggs that are hand blown, they're ceramic, I mean, it blows me away every month when I pull out the bin of decorations for that month and I realize these beaded bunnies were made by a 95-year-old man who used wow. to listen every night. And it just it tickles me.
1: And I love it when Johnny puts on her beaded bunny outfit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get too personal. So here is... See, that's why they, they keep this on at night, so we can go there. <laughs>
0: here is... Here You still have the best laugh in radio. You always did. You always will, Johnny. <laughs> Here is, I mean, really, if I can make Johnny laugh, then that's good. Uh, because then everyone smiles. People smile when they listen to you. But maybe you don't smile all the time. So here's my, one of those questions that I'm sure you hate getting asked. The interview, you've done thousands mm-hmm. that you remember most that you also hated the most.
2: Um, hmm. I think we've been very fortunate. If it was a difficult interview, we looked at each other and said, "Okay, this might be a challenge, but you know, let's let's take it on." Um, one in particular, I recall, she was in studio with us. Oh, yes. And um, I know sad- where you're going. Sadly, her people did not prepare her for it, and she was in a hotel down the street on Michigan Avenue.
1: And Johnny is talking about a, a, a woman that, 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 that we were both huge fans of, Martha Reeves of Martha and the Vandellas.
2: Oh, right. And so she w- was awakened at um, like a quarter to 11, 10.45, pounding on her door, Martha, we have to get down the street to the radio station. So when she walked in, she was not in the best of moods.
1: Literally for the first half hour, We would be asking her questions. She was not looking at us. She was thumbing through the Tribune. What? Basically completely ignoring us, but giving us one-word answers. And we got to the newscast, and Johnny and I were looking at each other. And
2: And I was of a mind, let's let's let her go. Let her go back to bed. This is really painful for her. And
1: and I, I just quietly indicated to Johnny, let me try something coming out in the news. Coming out of the news, this is back in the days when we still had turntables, and I had a couple of the Martha Reeves and the Vandellas' Greatest Hits albums, and I did about a three-minute mix of all of their hits.
2: And she watched you doing it.
1: And she came out of that, and basically she said, you guys really do know my music, don't you? And it changed the complete tone of the interview, and Mm. by the end of the interview, she apologized to us. Yeah told us what had happened, that she'd been woken up, and there was a, a PR thing, but it was one of those things that started out horrible and wound up being
2: okay. And I had to hear, and you wanted to kick her to the curb? Look how well it turned out. And I said, well, yes, it was uncomfortable, but it turned out wonderful. So, And I've got to say, I, I really can't, I, I struggle to come up with other examples um, of, I mean, we've had some wonderful, wacky interviews with people People who thought that they, you know, had been taken by aliens, and so <laughs> it's, not yeah. our, it's not our place to laugh at them when they, in such a convincing way, tell us they were taken away and brought back. And so, so you're we leading me away. down
0: the road. I've got to ask, <laughs> what was the wackiest interview you've ever done,
2: uh, Steve? The one-hit wonder, the, the guy that wrote the song, uh, and bless his heart, he was. Oh, he was uh, in another.
1: Uh, no, he didn't write the song. You're thinking of uh, uh, it was uh, uh, Huey Piano Smith and the Clowns. Yeah, don't you just know it? And the lead singer was uh so Question
2: that... mark? Question mark in the mysterious? Oh, no, question mark? Yeah. Yes. That was so we right. were interviewing, and we had yeah. to call him Question Mark. <laughs> I don't know if you ever played that song, Steve. There literally was a question mark on the label. Question mark in the mysterious. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do. So we off the air. We said, Geez, "What should we call you?" And question mark that's my name (laughs) i was like oh golly where's this gonna go and you know by the time we were done it turned into a little bit of like um a a psychiatrist couch because he really opened up and 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 that was the beauty of doing a show when you're on after midnight you could literally become a psychiatrist couch couch for people and with a lot of world events steve that happened many many times
1: Uh, we were on the air uh, the night the gulf war started Yep. Uh the night that uh the John Lennon was shot. Right. Uh and yeah. the, the horrible, horrible night after Bob Collins plane crash. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When basically you realize, okay, we're as torn up about this as everybody else is, but we kinda have to be here to be a radio psychiatrist couch and just let people call in and and express their feelings.
0: Well that is that is true about you guys. Uh, 96 Tears, I think, was that one hit wonder. Yes, what yes, making. thank you. So I I played it on the radio at one point in time a thousand years ago. But mm-hmm. the, this is the thing about you guys. Uh, I remember a guy by the name of Larry Lujak when I was... Go there. That was the guy. And I was like 18 as an mm-hmm. intern at that radio station. He said... Remember it's not what you say it's how you say it and the, the other thing about you is that but you also you're you're not broadcasting to us you're talking with us
1: yeah yeah and and I think that that's always been a part of our but we don't like to have a barrier between us right. and the audience this is we're hanging out with friends
0: mmm. And they are our friends. I, I hope you feel the love that people feel.
2: Oh, gosh. You. you know, technology changed our world because uh, there was a time, as you recall, when we would look forward to the mailbag. And yeah. you'd hope that you'd get mail. And you would sometimes get that questionable mail maybe written in crayon. <laughs> and, yes. Or written on the you a know, piece of cardboard, and it was angry. And that happens. But with the Internet, boy, our world changed because now people saw us. They knew what we looked like. They had a, could put a face to the voice. And in many cases, people were shocked because I can't tell you how many times I heard from people, and they said, you don't sound like you're blonde. What? I'm not sure what that means. I still don't. I don't even want to know what that means.
1: And, and I still don't don't get the the guy who said to me, you always sounded like you were bald with a mustache. <laughs> and my question, what the heck does bald with a mustache sound like? I well, know.
0: what I get a lot is you sound much taller on the radio than you are in person. I, I have really? to, I, yeah, I have to read you this, and then you know I've got to go to a newscast. I could talk to you <laughs> guys for hours, but this is a special text. Without you, I don't know that I would have gotten through nine eleven.
2: Oh golly!
0: And that's oh, that's that's Stephen Johnny. Steve and Johnny here on WGN Radio Royalty. I'm thrilled always to speak with them. 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Steve. It's always fun to talk with Feel you. a hug.
0: Oh, I do. I do. Thank you.
1: And, and Steve. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa.